Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. Just around the corner over there on Capitol Hill, President Biden has a laundry list of expensive new programs he's pushing and he's proposing tax hikes to pay for them, which we all know. Unfortunately, we recently found out that these programs are going to cost at least $700 billion more than the president projected. He's promised that the only people who'll be affected by the tax hikes are those who make $400,000 a year or more. But business executive Andrew Puzder tells CNBC that taxing that segment of the population, it won't raise enough money to fund all of those programs. Well, you need a lot more and and you're not going to get it from that income group. Eventually, he's going to have to tax people that make a lot less than $400,000 a year. In fact, if you look at people making $50,000 to $200,000 a year, that's where really the income is. There's $5.4 trillion in income, uh, which is going to be a very tempting target. So I think everybody needs to expect a tax increase, not just the people that uh, make over $400,000. What do you think? Is he right? Do you think that the rest of us should expect higher tax rates in the future? I do. Typically, you know, Heather, the whole code changes, you know, not just changing for a certain income segment. And yes, ordinary income taxes are probably going to go up. You know, the administration says maybe just for those making 400000 or more. But I do believe, like Andrew just said, that it's going to affect most of us. And Heather, it's more than income taxes going right. up. It's capital gains. Gains taxes might go up. You know, the estate planning tax limit might come down from 11 million to three and a half million, which would affect a lot of people. I mean, when you add in your investments and your real estate and everything you have, a lot of people in the D.C., Metro, Northern Virginia, Maryland area have more than three and a half million to their name. That's right. That would be a huge thing for a lot of people to prepare for. Right now, the the limit is 11 million a person. Also, the step up in basis. Man, if that were eliminated and you couldn't pass on, you know, stocks and assets that could be stepped up in basis, that would be, in my opinion, devastating. Mm. So we just had a lady call in to the show and she is 62. Mm -hmm. She's dealing with a lot of these concerns. Uh, She's Mm -hmm. concerned with taxes. She's 62. She wants to retire this year, Mm -hmm. 32 years with the government. She is single. Mm -hmm. She is in Tyson's Corner, lives in the Tyson's Corner area. She's a five out of 10 on our risk scale, meaning she wants to be middle of the road. You know, she has a TSP, so she doesn't want to be all in the G fund. She doesn't want to be all in the CS&I funds, right? You don't want to be all in cash or all in stocks. Middle of the road. She's got 1.3 million Save. Fantastic job of saving. 32 years with the government, so she's going to have a nice pension, about close to 50K a year in pension income, backed by the federal government. Not too bad. Also, Social Security. And she lives a pretty lean lifestyle. Like, she doesn't spend a lot of money every month. So, when you couple her pension with Social Security and then $1.3 million saved, she's going to be in pretty good shape in terms of generating income that she can rely on and live safely on in retirement. She's not going to have an income problem uh, because she doesn't spend a lot of money. It's about 5000 bucks a month that she spends mm-hmm. and her pension and Social Security pretty much cover that minus a tiny little gap. So we showed her that. We showed her how she doesn't have a huge income problem. That was, you know, encouraging to her. But one of her concerns among several were the prospect of taxes going up. And the issue with her, Heather, is that this whole 1.3 million that she has saved in her TSP, it's all pre-taxed. She's never paid a penny of taxes on $1.3 million. So 
Here's the deal. You know, one of the biggest myths of retirement planning we were taught when we first started working and saving is, yeah. Heather, you know, max out your accounts, you know, get all the deductions today, right. get the employee match, you know, that's fine. But the myth is that when you retire, you're going to be in a lower bracket. Well, not for this lady and not for a lot of people in the DC metro area. This lady will be making more in retirement than she is when she's working now with fewer deductions. She's not going to be able to max out her TSP anymore, right? Because she's not working. Uh, Her house is paid off. Her daughter and son, they're in their late 20s. They're out of the home. They're successful. So we have more income in retirement with fewer deductions. Then what if the tax code changes on us and taxes go up? 1.3 million. Hey, great job of saving there, but all of it's in one tax bucket. So we like to talk about buckets a lot, Heather, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, and for this lady, the way we explained it is, hey, you need to have three buckets. You need to have a liquidity bucket. That means like your cash reserves. And if you want to go on a nice vacation or if the roof goes bad or water heater goes bad, you need to have at least six months. A lot of our clients like to have a year's worth of cash on hand. That's the liquidity bucket. Right. Then you need an income bucket. You need to make sure your income is taken care of in retirement. What we found out for this lady is that she is getting close to $6,000 a month deposited into her bank account Mm -hmm. every month after all taxes and deductions are taken. And she's living on pretty much that whole 6,000. So Mm -hmm. we knew exactly what she was spending, about 70,000 a year. So we said, hey, let's create that for you in retirement. So the second bucket we recommended for her was the income bucket. She has a little bit of an income gap and we recommended, you know, how she can use some of that TSP money to fill that income gap on top of her social security and pension. Mm -hmm. And then the third bucket, which is gonna be the biggest bucket is her growth bucket. And we found out since she doesn't have a huge income gap that she can defer most of her TSP dollars for long-term growth. That's a good thing, right? To help her keep up with inflation. And her second biggest concern, Heather, was living long. Okay. Her parents are in their late 80s, uh-huh. approaching 90, uh-huh. still healthy. Yep. She is a 62-year-old female and she knows and she's planning for long life. The biggest concern that any retiree has is that they're going to outlive their money and they're sure. going to be 90 and their money's gone. Sure. So we helped her put together a plan that helped address taxes, right? A tax strategy to mitigate and lower taxes in her TSP, a health care plan to help her address long-term care and health care since she's probably going to live long, an income plan, a roadmap and GPS for her retirement, and finally, an investment management plan. There's good and bad of the TSP and good and bad of any investment out there sure. in, in the investment universe. And we helped her to put together an, in, an investment plan according to her risk tolerance. There is obviously, as you just listed out, a lot of things that we need to consider Mm -hmm. and have planned out. But what you want to be is like this woman that Abe and the team have been working with. And that's proactive about the years ahead. She is planning for a long, happy retirement. And Abe and the team are here to help her build that plan and can do the same for you. If you're worried about rising taxes or all the other things you have to factor into your own plan, Let Abe and the team run their tax mapping software on your retirement accounts and see what you can do now to potentially lower those future obligations while working to fill up the other buckets that you need for the years ahead. You can always learn more anytime online at retirementkeyradio.com. So we were talking about the buckets and what's filling those buckets up. And of course, that has to come from a certain place of investment. And a typical retirement portfolio contains a mix of stocks and bonds, but a story in the Wall Street Journal recommends replacing some of those bonds 
with an income annuity. And I know annuity makes some people turn their noses up, Abe. So (laughs) what are the benefits of doing that? Sure. Well, here's the deal, Heather. You know, we believe the typical 60-40 split or mix, if you will, you know, Mm -hmm. 60% equities, 40% bonds, which was kind of like the old school way to put together an investment portfolio. We believe it's broken. And certainly the wheels came off of that type of theory in 2008. All the wheels came off in 2008. So we had a couple come in and they they fit this mold to a T. They're working with another firm in the area. They're in their mid 60s. They live in personal. Seville, Virginia, Loudoun County, close to a million dollars saved, early 60s and retiring in a few years. And they have this typical 60-40 portfolio, which we believe is broken and not as effective as it could be today in today's market and interest rate environment. Here's why. And the reason why we don't prescribe to this modern portfolio theory is because part of the theory is broken and that part of the theory is the bond portion of the portfolio, right? Mm -hmm. So modern portfolio says, you know, we want to stick to this model where we believe 60% should be over there, 20% should be in that asset class, 10% should be in that asset class, 5% should be in that asset class. And we're going to stick to this model over an economic cycle. Well, an economic cycle is typically seven to 10 years. And if you're coming into our office and you're 58, you're 65, you're 69, mm-hmm. you may not have seven to 10 years to wait out a full economic cycle. Right. A lot of our clients are coming in wanting to retire right now mm-hmm. or re- wanting to retire within a year or two. And most of our clients certainly within 10 years or less. So we, do we really have the time to wait seven to 10 years to go through a full economic cycle no. And to be beholden to this old school model. Instead, Heather, we use technology and we want to put the best players on the field right now. We don't care about the percentages. We want the best players on the field right now. If a player gets tired, let's substitute him or her for another player. If another player gets tired, we'll, we'll make another substitution. But let's get the best players on the field right now. We don't prescribe to certain percentages. Mm -hmm. And then let's use technology to put a moat around the castle, to build in layers of protection, even in your equity portfolios. So we're not sitting out there, you know, fully exposed in the market, but we've got some protections built in so we don't suffer massive losses. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.